0: The Public News Service, Daily Newscast, January the 26, 2022. I'm Mark Clifford. As COVID hospitalizations in Arkansas hit their highest levels of the pandemic, the governor there, Asa Hutchinson, is asking the state legislature to allocate funds to open up more beds.
1: On Monday, Arkansas reported more than 1,800 people hospitalized for COVID-19. A record high, Hutchinson says, is straining the healthcare system. In his weekly news briefing Tuesday, he called on the Arkansas Legislative Council to approve $4.7 million in American Rescue Plan funds to allow the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences to purchase and staff 28 additional hospital beds and seven ICU beds.
2: Even though we hope that
0: hospitalizations will decline, the number is still very high and it's really causing a uh, backlog and a challenge for our ambulance drivers, uh, those that are bringing patients to the emergency rooms. We're challenged there, and we need to have that relief.
1: Despite record-shattering hospitalizations, active cases appear to be on the decline. The state is averaging a little under 8,000 COVID cases per day, according to Johns Hopkins University. I'm Emily Scott.
0: On Tuesday, the governor also announced a new partnership between Arkansas State Police, the Arkansas Department of Transportation, and phone carriers that creates a non-emergency hotline for motorists. If you're in that state, dial star 277. Advocates for working families say the child care crisis is undermining the stability of many households in states like Ohio.
2: At this week's meeting of the Ohio Children's Legislative Caucus, Chelsea Keeney with the group Groundwork Ohio shared polling that confirms child care challenges have disrupted the jobs of one in three working parents, affecting their workplace attendance and performance. Among those with kids age five and under, Keeney says one in four parents had to cut back on work hours to care
1: for them. If the pandemic of the last two years has been a tipping point, then the Omicron variant of the past month has really been a breaking point, especially for parents with children under the age of five who aren't in school and aren't able to get vaccinated.
2: In the poll, 80% of Ohio voters said child care is expensive in their community. Currently, center-based infant care is roughly $10,000 a year. That's 43% of a single parent's income. Availability is another challenge. Last year, one in eight child care jobs was lost in the pandemic. Mary Sherman reporting.
0: And from CNN, a rapidly intensifying storm known as a bomb cyclone could bring crippling winter weather across the northeast and mid-Atlantic this weekend. CNN reports the storm expected to move up the East Coast Friday into Saturday. Its location in relation to the coast will determine whether there's a wintry mix or a foot of snow. This is PNS. What is a riot and what's a protest? That's the question before the Wisconsin legislature Tuesday as lawmakers debated and passed a bill to set new law enforcement standards for unlawful assemblies.
1: The bill would categorize as a riot any unlawful assembly where a single person either commits or threatens an act of violence or engages in violence that, quote, substantially obstructs law enforcement or another governmental function, unquote. Representative Francesca Hong, a Democrat from Madison, thinks the bill would target peaceful protesters. It puts forward increased penalties while simultaneously paring back the rights of peaceful protesters and opening them up to criminal exposure for the misdeeds, the missteps of others. The bill would make attending such an unlawful assembly a misdemeanor with a sentence of up to nine months in jail. Republicans argue it would prevent property damage like that seen during protests in 2020 after the murder of George Floyd and shooting of Jacob Blake. This is Jonah Chester reporting.
0: And time was when someone told you now you're cooking with gas. It was meant to be a compliment. But now research shows that using a gas cooktop or range can introduce dangerous pollutants into your home. The Arizona Perg Education Fund asserts many retailers fail to adequately inform people of the dangers cooking with gas and should warn them at the point of sale. Diane Brown, director of Arizona Perg, says an open gas flame can release carbon monoxide, nitrogen dioxide, formaldehyde, and particulate matter into a home kitchen.
2: Running a stove for as little as one hour can lead to concentrations of unsafe pollutants that far exceed health-based standards.
0: Arizona PERG wants retailers to put mandatory product safety warnings on all natural gas stoves. The group points to data from a 2020 study by medical and environmental groups that find natural gas contributes to climate change as well as air pollution in confined spaces. I'm Mark Richardson, and finally, Roz Brown lets us know a Wildlife Corridors Action Plan for New Mexico identifies eleven priority safe passage projects.
2: Garrett Venny Clausen with New Mexico Wilderness Alliance says the state has a high number of hotspots for wildlife vehicle collisions, partly because climate change continues to compromise historic wildlife habitats.
0: We're seeing all animals having to travel further for dependable food and water. Milk deer, and other wildlife are being drawn into urban areas because of food availability.
2: The Wildlife Corridor's Action Plan is a joint project of the New Mexico Departments of Transportation and Game and Fish.
0: The Federal Wildlife's Crossing Program was included in the bipartisan infrastructure package that was signed into law last November. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. Heard on great radio stations and find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.